the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey, folks, welcome to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. We are at Prado Olympic Shooting Park, and we just heard fantastic rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was, uh, unfortunately, uh, power went out, so we couldn't record the whole thing. But hey, Mary Hottie Naiman, uh, actually, uh, my wife was the one who was singing on that one, so I'm going to thank her publicly for that. She's uh, in the car now. And uh, anyway, what we're doing out here, folks, is this is a fundraiser for the USO. The USO with the Bob Hope. Bob Hope USO. Bob Hope USO for the Inland Empire. And uh, the voice you just heard, uh, to my right, your left, if you're playing along at home, is DJ. She is running the That's Bob right. Hope USO. And we're going to talk about what they do, why they do it, how they do it, and get everybody excited to come out here and raise some money for them. So, DJ, why don't you take it from there? Oh, sure. Well, Bob Hope USO is one of probably about 200 USOs around the world, actually. And we are part of the Bob Hope family of USOs, of uh, uh, which stretches all the way from L.A. and uh, the eight counties from L.A. all the way out to the Inland Empire and beyond to Palm Springs. We operate five centers in this area, uh, five airport kind of centers and a MEPS center as well. In the Inland Empire itself, we are doing, uh, we have primary operations at our Ontario airport location and also at March Air Reserve Base where we see deployments. So far, we are at over 61,000 troops transiting those two locations and about 250,000 in the entire Bob Hope USO family. Per year or so far? Per year. And that's so far this year. Yeah. Not so far this year, 250000 So what do you do for these guys? Um, of course, we uh, primarily we do a lot of troop movement support. At our March location, for instance, they have in the last year built a brand new deployment center. And our focus with... Uh, us just standing up there has been on the uh, overseas deployments and redeployments. So when troops are going or coming out of the country, or whether that's on exercise support for like, you know, the Trident Juncture in Europe or the PACRIM missions or um, when they go to Southwest Asia or even there have been missions that have gone out to support all the activities that are going on in Syria, controlling the borders and that sort of thing in, in those areas and trying to protect our activities in in those regions. So we feed them. We give them a a comfortable place to be uh, while they're changing planes or while they gather for deployments. And then also we're there for when they go out so that we can farewell them and let them know we'll be here when they come back. So how much uh, how much government money goes into this? Zero. We're very proud of that. Uh, USO is the hug from home. USO is the... um, 
expression of esteem and affection of the local community for our military members. So we really um, rely on our local folks to help support what we do. We also don't receive funds from our national organization, which is out of Arlington. They have a big job to do to support overseas centers. So locally, uh, our Bob Hope USO raises its own funds, and we're very proud of our stewardship. We average about $3 a person service. So you can just see that's pretty good for what we do. Folks, try and buy something at the airport for $3. <laughs> that's true. But get water for $3. But if you give us $3, we'll feed your troop and give them a phone card and get them on a computer and let them rest and uh, uh, just uh, take their mind off uh, the difficulties of transit and help our military do what they do to, uh, you know, to protect our country. It's absolutely awesome. And so we're, what we're doing out here is this is a fundraiser. We're at Auto Olympic Shooting Park down here in the southern end of Chino. I always get confused down here what exact city I'm in. It depends on what side of the fence I'm on. But it's, <laughs> everything comes down to a little point down here. We're, so this is actually South Chino Prado Olympic Shooting Park in the uh, Chino Prado Basin. And this place has got sporting clays going on. That's what we're shooting for this. Yeah. Sporting clays, skeet, trap. That's kind of what it's known for, but also it has pistols and rifle shooting So and classes. So you can come out of here, take some classes from people like Artifacts, and um, really get some great information and just have a great day. It's very clean. It's open. It's nice. We've got great weather today. And it's beautiful. Uh, I'm looking at these fantastic mountains over here and thinking there's not a better place to be right yeah, those now. Those are giant piles of rock, that's for sure. <laughs> The 11,000-foot mountain store right here. So it's absolutely beautiful out here. So, guys, come on down. Spend the day out here. There's going to be a dinner later. Yeah, they're, they're doing a great barbecue lunch. And, I am uh, looking at the smoker right yes, now. Yes, That's yes. me salivating on air. Yes, and I, I just want to take one moment to say happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps. Um, and uh, we were so happy to have members of MCLB Barstow here to parade the colors. We also have members from Corona Recruiting Command Army uh, out here with a, um, a, a an emergency, like a medical vehicle, just to show what kind of assets they have and they bring out to places. So uh, we have a great interaction with our local uh, military members as well. You do, and and I want to thank you for what it is that you do. But we have some fundraising here, and and the point of this is not just to come out and have a good time, which is great, (laughs) but we need you to bring your wallets out here, guys, all right? So this is the time we need to step it up a little bit. This is an all-volunteer organization. You need to buy some raffle tickets. As a matter of fact, we have some auctions going on. Mm -hmm. Kim Rode, um, the Olympic... Six-time champion, isn't that right? Well, at least, but I think she is, has won more medals in the Olympics than anybody. I think she holds that title. Anyway, she has signed and autographed a uh, A400, beautiful, beautiful semi-automatic shotgun in there. And it's going to be held for auction today. And there's enough room left on the stock for it to be personalized. So if you want to have a special piece of history signed by the world's most winning Olympic champion... Uh, and truly an honest. Uh, have you met her? I haven't. I've been looking forward to it. She is an amazing, amazing person. As a matter of fact, folks, she's actually one of the plaintiffs uh, in some of the lawsuits for gun rights here in, in California. So she's she's stepping up all over the place. I'm very glad to have her involved out here. And she shoots here all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and I think um, I'll give you 100 bucks if you outshoot her. <laughs> I'm going to try then. Yeah. I have to. I'm going to tell you it's a pretty safe bet. Just give, donate it to the USO. <laughs> it's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to happen. 
So, yeah, she'll be out here later. Uh, there's a Remington in there. I saw some Glocks for, for auctions, um, silent auctions. And I saw some training packages with artifacts. Maybe we'll get some of those guys on a little bit later in the show. Uh, but everybody's out shooting right now. So uh, we're, we're talking to a skeleton crew because we got a whole bunch of people on the line shooting sporting clays out here at Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Mm-hmm. And I just also want to say, if there's anybody out there who's interested in volunteering for USO, we are in, we are in a surge period where we are growing at an exceptional rate. We have already surpassed, doubled the numbers we did last year. So uh, I am trying to build about 100 volunteers to focus on our March deployments and build another 40 or so for our uh, Ontario Center. That would be awesome. How would they get a hold of you? Uh, actually, the best thing for them to do is to go to www.uso.org uh, slash volunteer and select the location from a drop-down menu where they want to volunteer. Remember, it's Bob Hope USO Ontario or Bob Hope USO March, and they can follow the prompts. They'll sign up, and we will contact them and get them all trained up. Now, did Bob Hope actually start this USO? You know, interesting thing, Bob Hope... Uh, the first place Bob Hope ever did a USO show was at March. So I couldn't be prouder to now have been able to stand up that operation there. So it's pretty exciting. Um, Bob Hope, of course, became the face of USO within like three months of USO's origin, which was in February of 1941 when it was signed into law by Congress at that time. And about Ann Marker, didn't she do a lot of stuff in the Vietnam? She did, and my uncle remembers very vividly. <laughs> my dad saw Marilyn Monroe. My uncle saw Ann Margaret. Their, you know, their wives had a lot to live up to. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when people would actually support the United States. But what about uh, uh, current people that are involved? Um, I think Gary Sinise is very famous yes, for his yes. unabashed support. What's interesting to know is that I've done a couple of tours with um, uh, with Drew Carey, who, of course, is former Marine. And uh, oh, he's, he's a lot of fun. Robin Williams oh, was a huge sh- troop supporter as well. Drew Carey, look at the shape of his head. You'd, you'd guess he's a <laughs> Jarhead, yeah. But he's also, you know, there's just so many. I mean, uh, there are many country singers. If you're talking about uh, famous folks, I mean, we've got some local celebrities. Brent Payne is a huge supporter of, of uh, our USO okay. operations. So what, what is the biggest um, operation going on right now? Uh, for our local USO, sure. Uh, and today we'll have two flights. We'll have a flight coming in from overseas and a flight going out overseas. So I will be leaving here and heading out there to feed about 325 troops that are departing this where you, afternoon. Where do you get the food? Um, well, primarily, most of it is it, it, we purchase, but uh, simply... bring some of this tri-tip? <laughs> I, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Uh, but actually, uh, we get some donated. That We have an in-kind form. If you're interested in that, you know, again, um, send me an email, dj at bobhopeuso.org. I can send you a list of all our in-kind donations that we receive as well. dj at bobhopeuso.org. How easy is that, huh? I hope so. And also... Check them out for volunteering. She's leaving here to feed 300 troops today, folks. That's awesome. Like, she's not busy enough. And if you heard about it, there's flights in, flights out. She's got to be on top of that and getting things coordinated. So thank you for all you do, DJ. Really appreciate it. What, a, what an honor to do this. I'm glad you feel that way because that's awesome. Folks, let's help them out financially. So check it out. Come on down here to Prado Olympic Shooting Park. We'll be here. Uh, shoot some sporting clays. Buy some tickets. Uh, buy some mulligans because I've seen you guys shoot. You need some, <laughs> some mulligans. And, happy uh, Veterans Day, everybody. Happy Veterans Day. God bless you for what you do. Thank you. 
A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. We are out here at Prado Olympic Shooting Park. But I know that you know that every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, the USO, and all rights afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful and stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, over Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Get great holiday deals on guns and ammo and accessories at Bullseye Sports. A huge, huge week-long Black Friday sale, November 23rd through the 30th. Doors open at 9 a.m. with break-down-the-door-buster prices throughout the store. See all the money-saving Black Friday deals at BullseyeSport.com. That's BullseyeSport.com. Don't miss the Black Friday sale, November, Black Fridays, you should say, November 23rd through the 30th. That's an entire week, folks, at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, BullseyeSport.com. Thank you, Vince, for your sponsorship and, uh, and your friendship over the years. I hope you have a huge sale. Um, Joining me, folks, on this segment, I have Chad Carlson. Chad's a longtime friend of the show, been on many, many times. Matter if we just had you on last month talking about your uh, your sheep hunt yep, and stuff. Yep, yep, we did. Thanks for coming out, Phil. Oh, wouldn't miss it. So, folks, we're here uh, at Prado Olympic Shooting Park in South Chino. We've got a great sporting clay setup up here. Um, Chad said that he set them up easy for everybody but me. 
Yeah, yeah. The last station set up just for you, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's going to be a great time out here. Uh, if you haven't shot sporting clays before, it's a really unique game. It's... Um, you know, everybody knows what trap is, right? That's the, the one station in the middle of the field and five different presentations going away from you. Yep, they're and all... You, you move side like a semicircle underneath it. Yep, game stays the same pretty much. Game stays the same. Second one, probably the most next difficult in, in challenge would be skeet. Yep. And skeet has, what, eight stations? Eight stations on skeet. You got two houses. You got a high house and a low house, so you got doubles. And uh, you get to stand in the middle and have it, like, thrown right at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're going to get that gun moving. (laughs) (laughs) So Skeet is, is like, the next level. And then Sporting Clays. And and this game came out, I don't know, 25 years ago or so. And and one of the fun things about it is it kind of, it changes everything up. Where your Sporting Clays course is as creative as the guy who's setting out the throwers. You got it. Yeah, all the, all bets are off. The targets come from a multitude of different angles. You may have a rabbit on the ground, one over your head, duck towers. It and it simulates hunting hunting uh, situations. It's like playing golf with a shotgun. Yeah, well, I I played golf with a shotgun, and I I'm not allowed <laughs> back on that course. <laughs> But, you know, just between moving on the course and, and the presentations change as you go. So you got to have an open mind and just react to what you're seeing out there. Yeah, that really is it. I mean, and sometimes on the sporting clays, which is different from trap, uh, sometimes it's even better to start with a lower gun. I think the rules say you're supposed to. A lot of guys don't. But but if you mount early, there's such it's such a different presentation. It's not. Right. It's the equivalent of if you were walking and birds flushed. You know, you got to mount the shotgun and go from there. And and there are there's little subsets in sporting clays where you have feet task, which it is a hard fast rule where the shotgun is unmounted and you have to mount and shoot. Um, in some of the, uh, on on like the American sporting, it, it's in either or situation. I like to shoot unmounted because it's more of a reaction. It's more of a natural movement. And every time you shoulder the gun, it's more muscle memory you're building. Yep, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Plus, I don't know. Um, it's been, as a matter of fact, the last time I shot Sporting Clays was with you. Right. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, three. we did good, though. <laughs> we, <laughs> well, Chad Tr- was on my team. Trust me, folks. Chad- Phil likes to talk down about his abilities with a shotgun. He's just fine. <laughs> Don't think he doesn't know how to shoot. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to win some money here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now you're just blowing it for me. I'm not. I'm not the money shooters. I've seen some of these guys that uh, that shoot for real. And right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I I do have an outstanding bet here. I don't know if you heard on the last segment, but I'm gonna give a hundred bucks to anybody who can outshoot Kim Rohde today. Oh yeah. Well, you know that's a good bet. <laughs> I'm for you. I'm, I'm feeling pretty safe. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm feeling that put that money right in the bank. So yeah, uh, we got a lot of people excited about her. Uh, we have a, one of her shotguns signed by her A four hundred A four hundred Beretta and uh, signed by her and actually the cat out of the bag. There's room left on it to personally address it to the winner of the live auction. This is a live auction. What time's a live auction? Uh, it's probably going to go around one when we're done shooting and uh, during our lunch lunchtime. And so let's talk about this lunch. Mm-hmm. We got Canataros coming out. We're going to have an Italian. We're going to have a big Italian spread going on for lunch. Uh, it's going to be great. That doesn't suck. No. So, folks, come on down here to Prado Olympic Shooting Park, the USO fundraiser. And you know, Chad, you were how many years did you serve? 
I, sh- I served nine years. Nine years. Yes. How many deployments did you have? Oh, four or five. How many yeah. airports did you go through? Uh, quite a few. Quite a few. Did you use USO? Yes. Yes. One of the stories I've, I've told time and time again is I was coming back from the for- first Gulf War. We were flying back and stopped in Brussels and got off the plane and... My team was walking off. Guys were running around like crazy going to find a beer or whatever. And, and uh, yeah, there's an older gentleman comes up to me and goes, hey, what do you guys want to take it? You guys want to get cleaned up? <laughs> you know, we'd been in the sandbox for eight, nine months. And it was like, okay. Um, we're kind of I just landed at an airport and a guy wants to, yeah, to take yeah, a shower. Exactly. I don't know if this is going to work goes, no, for no. me. He, he, he said, hey, I'm part of the USO. We went back. Oh, my gosh. We all each had, each one of us in the team were like blown away. We all had a shower lockers. We had hygiene bags with toothbrushes, razors. We came back to that plane and we were all dialed in and we had buddies that were all, where the heck did you guys go? It was like USO, man. USO. And, uh, you know, that was on my first deployment overseas and ever since then uh you know it's been it's been something close to my heart so well and thank you for your service you thank know, you uh, i don't know if people know i don't know if what you'll say what you you did but you're an instructor for a while yeah I was, well yeah i was i was a marine um i was an infantry to begin with i went into the sniper craft taught it taught at sniper school and uh some other things in, in the marine corps and uh it was uh it was a good time it was a good time. <laughs> so, so what's the difference between um, shooting a rifle, shooting a shotgun? Shooting a rifle, you're gonna—it's it, a lot more trigger control and aiming. Shooting a shotgun, there's no aiming involved. It's a pointing game, and a, it, it's more like a hand-eye dexterity game. More of a feel. Yeah, it's more of a feel and more of a pointing game than it is an aiming game. I know it's probably to the listeners he's like what is he talking about but when you're aiming at a specific target with a rifle or a pistol with a shotgun it's more of an area you're just you're pointing and reacting to what you're seeing out there that, that that's the best way i could describe it and and as far as trigger control it isn't as big of a deal shooting a shotgun as it is a pistol or a rifle right yeah i mean you know you just jerk into it that's you know for lack of a better term that's you, what you're doing, you you do the tr- and, and also the triggers on shotguns are usually pretty atrocious. Right, they're they're heavier and you know it's like you bring it up, you, see, you and you look with your eye. You know you focus on the target more than you do the the shotgun. So and again, it's because you taught you taught rifle craft. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the natural point of aim. So your eye is your rear sight. Yes, and and you have you know everybody knows this. If you're sitting down right now and you take your right index finger or left if you're left-handed and you point to something and then you look down your finger you realize you're actually pointing right at it yeah, just naturally. yeah nine times out of ten you're dead on it and uh that that's the game uh, on the other part of it is just to keep the gun moving whereas rifle pistol shooting you know the gun stays still in shotgun shooting it's critical to keep the shotgun moving and to uh follow through so your rifle shots you know three thousand feet a second your shotgun is 1200 feet a second so it's you know, yeah almost about a third slower mm-hmm. and so if you have a moving target you know you, if you think rifle speed you're not really gonna have to lead anything until you're out two three hundred yards right on, on the shotgun 
you have a 40 mile an hour target, uh, you're going to be a foot or two behind yeah. it. Yeah, and on like a duck tower target, you could be out in front of that target six, seven feet, <laughs> twelve feet on some. Yeah, level. yeah. <laughs> and you sit there and you you shoot, and you're like, you give it a half a second, then the target breaks. You're like, holy cow, that was a long lead, <laughs> you know. But uh, that's the game. But it's more fluid. It's not as rigid, and uh, it's more of a reaction and more of a natural. Uh, thing that happens. Just have fun with it. Just yep. have fun with have it. Fun. Just and have fun. And the more you do it, the better. You know, rifle pistol shooters come and they come over and, and they'll try out some trap. And usually once they start breaking the targets, it's like the light goes off. Yeah, it's an instant gratification. Yes. So do you have memberships here? How does this work for people? On the, on the shotgun shooting, it's it's all on you just purchase your target. There's there's uh, good value. There's Our discounts are on bulk. So if you buy, let's say, 20 games, you get a sizable discount compared to buying a single game. On the pistol and rifle range, we do have a membership over there. It's tough on the clay side of things just because of the changing prices so much and locking, locking it in. So that's kind of how we do it here. And how do they find out more about it. Hey, go to our website, shootprado.com. Shootprado.com. We should run an advertising for Oh, wait, we do. Shootprado.com. Yep, shootprado.com. Or, hey, give shoot us a call or uh, um, stop by. Are you guys doing for uh, turkey shoots? Once in a while. They're not as popular as they were. All right. They were. A few years back, they were like the Annie Oakleys and stuff like that. And the pot shoots were real popular. And now, you know, we have two or three a year. Two or three. Okay. Hey, folks, come on out here. Shootprado.com. We'll see you. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. We're recording here at Prado Olympic Shooting Park in. Uh, the beautiful city of Corona, of Chino. No, actually, I don't really know exactly where this is. Chino. It's hard to describe. It. We're in Chino. South, South Chino. part of Chino, yes. Folks, that voice you heard here is Kurt Hagman. Kurt Hagman is a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. He is a county supervisor for Riverside County. San Bernardino. San Bernardino County. County. I'm sorry. San Bernardino County. And uh, Kurt, tell us a little bit about why you're here. Oh, well, Chad and Prado Shooting Range um, are great supporters of our troops, um, great supporter of uh, Second Amendment rights, and they have events. I just led to be here to show my support for everyone coming out here today. So do you shoot yourself? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you shoot also? Yes, all the time. Um, come here with my family all the time. My, my kids started when they were very young as well. 
the sad part is my son now, he just got commissioned as a second lieutenant, so I guess um, I shouldn't be too bad. But he's starting, to, he's starting to beat me at the skeeting trap out here. So I'm starting to feel a little old now because my kids are starting to beat me in things I used to not to. <laughs> How old is he? He's 22. It's about that time. Yeah. It's about that Starting time. Starting to pass the torch off. And you said he was a second lieutenant? Yeah, I just got in. Uh, graduated UCLA uh, National Guard. I was going okay. to armor school in February. Yeah. Congratulations. So what we're doing out here, folks, is this is actually a fundraiser for the USO. And the USO, how familiar are you with the USO? Very much so. Well, take it from there. Well, um, we have a great um, set of volunteers and a USO at Ontario International Airport. Happen to be one of the commissioners of the airport as well. And uh, they do a fantastic job. We have a lot of troops rotating through Ontario. Uh, many that get deployed overseas come back through there, and um, they put on a great show at the old Terminal 1 there. They do. And what they're doing is they're doing support for guys as they're, as they're moving across the country and getting them a hot meal and a, a change of clothes and, and take, taking care of our troops, which is the way they should be. And the USO is an all-volunteer, all-donation-based organization. Correct. And the proceeds today are going to help support the USO, and it's such a great asset to have for our uh, military family that comes in and out of Ontario from this direction. And so we're shooting Sporting Clays out here at Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Sporting Clays, if you haven't shot it yet, it's really a fun game. It's, you know, skeet can get predictable, trap can be predictable. Sporting Clays will make you a believer. Absolutely. <laughs> so we've got uh, six different stands out here that Chad set up. They're really nice. They are user-friendly, which means I should hit at least, uh, I don't know, 12 out of 50, I think, this time. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's my goal. it's a, definitely a challenge. It's awesome. But I want to thank you for the support for the Second Amendment. Now, uh, San Bernardino County, excuse me, uh, we have Sheriff McMahon, who I, I believe has been a great sheriff. I mean, I think he ran unelected this time. But it's very Second Amendment supportive, and people are issuing or applying for CCWs and getting them. What, what's your feeling and stance on that? Absolutely. I've been a, a CCW cardholder for probably 20 years now myself. And throughout um, the history of San Bernardino County, the sheriff's been very supportive of it. We need to... Um, protect that right and protect uh, the ability to protect our families. You know, there was a tragedy this week, uh, actually, out in Itagura. I don't know how familiar you are with that. I'm sure you are. But, you know, our hearts break for the people that are affected by that. But instantaneously, we saw a clamor for politicians to stand on the graves of those who have been hurt and scream for gun control. Do you think restricting the rights of citizens to own a firearm would ever stop Something like that. No, and I argued this when I was in the legislature for um, six years as well, is the people who want to do bad things are not going to worry about a misdemeanor of you know buying a gun or holding a gun or stealing a gun or a felony or that sort of thing uh, when they're looking at doing murder. So we have to have the ability to protect ourselves and our families. And every other country who has prohibition on guns completely have worse crime rates and murders than we have here. And it's, uh, it's Honduras, tough. Mexico, I mean, yeah, lots of them. All the, yeah, so that that does happen. But the other thing I think that we've seen, and you were in the legislature, so you've seen the, the insanity up in Excremento. Um, we have lowered the penalties for the misuse of a firearm. We lowered a lot of crimes in the state, and um, we're trying to deal with this on the county level as well. Now, with all the new rules coming in. We're supposed to release people. There's no bail system coming out next October. No there's, bail. There's no room at the jail, so we're just supposed to catch and release. And, and so they worry about the crime of people doing bad things with firearms, but they're letting everybody out to do it, and it's very frustrating. So let's talk about this no bail system. So somebody threatens your family, takes physical action against them. They get arrested for it, and now they're back on the street because we don't believe in bail. Correct. 
They think it's a, a bad system. And again, I dealt with that my six years in the legislature. Couldn't get any reforms in at the time. Um, proposed several bills myself. But um, they don't understand the system at all. They just think, well, we'll let someone make a judgment call. We're not to keep them or let them go. But the bottom line is, since they released all the ones used to go to the state prison to the county jails as well, before that, even we were letting people go because we were full. Now we have all those additional people that are doing many years of time in jail, which takes up a bed of the people who used to go to court. So it's really an overcrowding situation. There's going to be no... Um, no filter here, and there's going to be a lot of people just getting caught and released the next day, hoping so, that they'll show up in court. So if crime is free, is that going to discourage criminal behavior? Well, obviously, we're seeing that the other way right now. It's um, The crime rates are going up, especially the property crimes and other things, since they moved the uh, uh, petty theft up to like a $1,200 thing. People are walking in stores, taking things out. We see a lot more burglaries at home. Now, Melissa Melendez, um, I think she's a legislature for... Yep. Elsinore area, right just south of us here. She actually proposed because when they did that, when they raised a felony, used to be something over four hundred dollars of, of theft, and it included theft of a firearm would be an automatic felony. Well, Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom and this whole hort of, of unlawful people running our state, they actually raised that level to over nine hundred and fifty dollars originally, and may have gone up since then. And they removed firearms, so. Somebody could go and smash the glass at a store, grab a Glock, or break into a house, grab somebody's Glock, run out the door. The policeman catches them in the driveway, gives them a citation, and sends them on his way. Yep. For theft of a firearm. Yeah, that's the insanity we have. And Liz is a good legislator up there that we need to support, a friend of mine. And hopefully she could keep getting some sanity up in the legislature, but it's tough now. Well, you know, Melissa, she's an awesome person. You know, Mike Morrell, I think, is a great stand-up guy. There's some people that are out there, but man. Well, after this last election, looks like it may be man. 60 Dems and 20 Republicans left to fight in the assembly. So let's tell you folks what that means, is that's a super majority. So those of you who own property in California, you're now hosed, because what they wanted to do is move Proposition 13 out, and with a super majority, they can do that. They are unstoppable. As far as any tax increases, they're unstoppable for constitutional uh, amendments to the state constitution, and Gavin Newsom will sign it all. I mean, you're a politician. You can't really say what you think, so I'm going to tell people what you think. Very good. (laughs) It can be very, very difficult, and there's going to be huge repercussions financially for everybody in the state of California from this last election. The gun owners failed to show up. We had four million-something people vote for for, uh, Gavin Newsom. We have 8 million registered gun owners in the state of California. Where were you guys? We have Gavin Newsom because you did not go to the polls. That's absolutely pathetic. The vote really matters. I'm looking at a lot, even on the local races, some are decided by 15 votes and uh, or less sometimes. And uh, more often people think, they think their vote may not count, but it really, really does. And uh, we need to have the turnout um, needs to be there. For even if it's only one person you want on that list, you got to fight every single battle. That's it. You know, you have you have to you have to vote. It is your civic duty, and um, you know. And today we're honoring a lot of the veterans and um, to do their part to protect our freedoms, our democracy, and um, abroad. And and uh, we need to take that responsibility back and really control what we believe the politicians should do for us and elect them that way. Yeah. So tell us some good things about San Bernardino County. What are you, what are you doing there to change lives and, and make things better? Oh, it's a great um, – things are going great for us right now, economy-wise. The unemployment's kind of low. 
We have a lot of investment coming in because we're the growth area for California. Um, probably the biggest thing is the Ontario International Airport that we took over back local control about two years ago uh, from the city of Los Angeles. So we can actually get flights out of there to go someplace. We're now. adding, um, yeah, Delta's coming back in <laughs> March. Uh, we added JetBlue and Frontier. We've got international flights coming in. We're doing a lot of improvements there. So hopefully those who live in the IE have a better choice to fly out of Ontario and start seeing the destinations want to go to. So that, that's that's huge because that does, you know, you can fly to LAX. That's three hours out of your life just to get there. I get a kick out of people saying, well, the tickets may be a little bit cheaper. I have LAX by 40 or 50 bucks. And I go, well, you're going to spend six, six hours, hours driving back and forth and parking at 40 bucks a day. And you can really save that kind of money. <laughs> versus buying the ticket. But the tickets are coming down in Ontario. More flights we get as well. That's awesome. Thank you for your help. So what would you say to those people out here? G- give us your up, up, give us your view of California the next two years. It's going to be tough because you have um, the census coming up in 2020. Redistricting is going to come after that. You have the people that are in charge going to be setting the rules their way. So redistricting, they set the, the rules last time. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, if you don't know what happened to your state of California, when they redistrict, they gerrymandered everything so horribly. And the meetings they had for the meeting in San Bernardino County was on Father's Day, a Sunday, is when they had that meeting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you know, I went to it. It was unbelievable. And, and, and it, just the patheticness that they are stealing the votes by this unbelievable gerrymandering. Look at Adam Schiff's area, or look at uh, uh, Congressional Thirty One. You know, it, it, they made it from a normal fifty-fifty to a ten percent Democrat hold. You, you can't win there. They well, that's the, their seats. the people in power try to put it in such a way that. They get as many seats there they can possibly get out of the population split, and they draw them that way, and they make the rules that way. So you'll see more of um, you know automatic voter registration when you get your driver's license at 15 now. I think you could get it now. Even sign up for pre or 16. Um, you'll get um, bigger times to vote, different ways to vote, and they work the system very well. So those who are in power will set the rules, and they'll continue on unless the residents of California see what they're doing to them. How many people have you heard say that, I don't care about California, I'm going to Arizona? Oh, many. In fact, many of the county employees, as soon as they retire, they leave the state and take their retirement outside the state. So think about this, folks. If we're voting for congressmen and senators in this particular in this particular uh, state, they still make the rules. Kamala Harris votes on every piece of national legislation if you live in Arizona, Idaho, Nevada, wherever you think you're getting away to. Uh, you can't leave. You know, we need to quarantine the infection and cure California. How's that? Yeah. Uh, thank you for um, keeping up the information out to our folks here, too. Okay, folks. Hey, we're going to be right back here. We're going to get some shooting done out here at Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Come on down. It's a great day. Support the USO. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. Kurt Hagman, thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. Great to be here. Thank you for having and me. What's your website, friend? Um, this is Kurt Hagman at San Bernardino County. Kurt Hagman, San Bernardino County. Thank you. Thank you. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. 
Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, I want to invite you to the RX Defense class for long-range precision. And of course, this is our good friend, Rex Tibor, introducing it to you. Here you go, Rex. Howdy, Philip. Hey, Rex here. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Rex Tibor. I'm a president of Rex Defense LLC. Uh, I'm the instructor there. We have a lot of fun. We do uh, kind of specialty training uh, for those hardcore long-range precision shooting enthusiasts. Um, we we kind of take a different angle on things. Uh, we look at the science of the craft rather than on the specifics of the next generation of equipment and technology. Because um, and we do cover technology and equipment as well, but we really focus on the science of how a technology has to be executed in order to accomplish your shooting priorities. So our training is like timeless. If they had our class like 50 years in the future, it would still be 100% applicable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Because we cover like, for example, the internal ballistics, chassis, stocks, scope mounting systems, bipods, accessories, etc. They all continuously evolve, even within the same model. You can have a guy who changes, uh, you know, inside the factory where they're doing the machine shop work or something, and they can change something as small as an employee who might all of a sudden, you know, not manage that machining equipment the same way the guy did before him. And when you talk about the internal ballistic details of what has to be executed in a machine shop environment, uh, that stock could go uh, from very effective to less effective and how to manage that when it might evolve. So what I'm saying is that things change over time, but the science remains the same. And so a viable long-range precision marksman and shooter and a guy that can manage himself in the field all by his lonesome uh, will be able to take a glance at, for example, a rifle chassis or a stock, or be able to look at a scope and know what features are critical and which ones are not. So that's what we equip our students with when they come to the RX seminar class. It's a, it's a tier one class made for guys that want to understand the foundation of why stuff works the way it does, because the equipment changes too rapidly and technology is continuously evolving. If you understand the science behind it, you will be a judge of that new equipment as it comes out in real time, because 10 years from now, uh, who knows, maybe I get hit by a semi-truck and Rex ain't around anymore to, to explain every detail, right? But if you guys understand the science on the intimate level, you're going to be able to look at that rifle stock in like two seconds and be able to point out all the different uh, challenges that it might present or its strong points where it's awesome. And as uh, bullet design, we talk about everything. Uh, we cover equipment selection, bullets reloading, uh, what makes a rifle accurate in general. Uh, just so many things we talk about at the seminar. Plus, we have a really good time. <laughs> you know, Philip, we have a good time. So I appreciate you letting me get my word in here edgewise. And uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of you cats from uh, 
California. Come on, swing over to the RX Seminar in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's at the Bass Pro Shops. Really classy environment. Uh, they got a nice trophy room upstairs. Very comfortable. We're right in the middle of a gun store, too. So if you want to look at stuff afterwards, and there's places to eat right there. And then plus, you can bring the family and all that good stuff. And they won't be bored while you're uh, hanging out at the, the shooting class. And uh, your family can run off and have fun. And then uh, at night, you can go and, and hang out with the wife you know stuff like that so that you can make it a family trip too that's why we picked that location because it's not some place out in the middle of nowhere that's boring to go to and so we are excited to see you guys at the rx seminar uh, rexdefense.com is where you're going to find the classes uh, rexdefense.com uh, we'll keep you updated on the future schedule as well as of, in all our different training we do live fire training as a follow-up and we have a whole diversity of different directions that we take people once they have the foundation of the science covered in their skill set rock and roll thanks philip i appreciate it man hey thanks rex hope you guys get out there and, and uh, get involved with that folks i just met another guy out here i want to introduce you to his name is paul ledesma paul ledesma owns ledesma arms and one of the great things about america is people who see burdensome legislation and find a way around it paul why don't you tell them what you've done well, I've been here in Chino for uh, 10 years, and I like design my own ARs, and California's hard to work with, so I designed my own you mag think? break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're really hard, so I have to design my own stuff. Either I use somebody else's or I make my own, and you know right. what? It's best to use my own, so I designed this new mag break system, which is my second design. This one cracks open your gun, drops a mag automatically, so everybody can have all their features, retractable stock, flash hider, pistol grip, forward grip, right. and you're legal. So let's talk about what is required. Right now, if you have a detachable box magazine and any feature, you have a assault weapon, which has to be registered, and it's a giant pain. And with Gavin Newsom, it's going to be an issue for registration and confiscation. So what you've done is you found a way to comply with the law. Yes. And... What that law states is that if the action has to be opened in order for you to change the magazine, the magazine, exactly. So, what does yours do exactly? What it does, it takes a rear uh, takedown pin with a cam system in it, so it has a half open cam. So, as soon as you turn it halfway, it cracks the gun open, which is considered legally disassembled because it's unfireable, and then it has a spring system which drops the mag automatically and gets us around the law. No, it complies with the law. Complies. So here's here's what we're talking about, folks, is on your AR, you have two pins, the front pin and the rear pin. On the rear pin, it actually has a lever like you would find on your safety, right? Exactly. So as you hit it with your thumb, which you can do on the left side of the receiver since you don't have to have a fin. So yes. <laughs> so you can hit it with your thumb. It rolls the cam, which releases the upper from the lower. So it only, but it releases it, but it doesn't open it all the way. Some of the systems we've seen that we've talked about on the air to make your guns legal, the action fully opens. And if you're not hanging on to the front end because you're messing with their pins, the, the front of the gun comes all the way to the ground, aiming at your feet. It slams it. It, it causes wear on the front of the gun. Here you've, you've stopped that problem. It sure did. It's a great design for everybody just to you know, can hold on to your gun, and it's quick. Just your left thumb, just boom, boom, release back and forth, and you're done. So release it. Your mag drops. Snap it. Reload. Charge. Go. Yeah, you turn it back. So turn it. Drop the mag automatically. Turn it back, and you're ready to load. Load up another mag. That'd be nice if you had a little spring fracture. 
Yeah, get it back in there. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, that'd be 2.0. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see how it is on the next design. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and and so here's the thing is we need creativity. We need engineers. This is Ledesma Arms, ledesmaarms.com, L-E-D-E-S-M-A, arms.com. And... um, you know, these, these things have been selling like hotcakes, right? Yeah, exactly. We also have the featureless design, too, which is another design that's been selling for two years now. It's a basically same thing. Let you wrap your thumb, give the web the finger above the trigger line, and that's the featureless design for that design. So by simply changing out the handle, yep. the pistol grip, you now have gotten, have complied with the law. Yes, I made it to a rifle grip. The angle is up at a 40-degree angle, which the web of your finger is above the trigger line, which is not considered a pistol grip. With that design and no retractable stock and one of my flash uh, compensators instead of a flash hider, you're ready to go and use the regular mag release, and you're done. Folks, check them out, Ledesma.com, and head on out here to Prado Olympic Shooting Park. We're wrapping it up here today, but uh, get out here for the auction, get some tickets, buy some things on the raffle, have a great time, support the USO. That's Bob Hope, USO. And uh, thank you for Chad Carlson and everybody out here at Pot Olympic Shooting Park. You guys are great. We'll see you all next week. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.